Hey, how you doing? What's up? What's up? This is Lou Ford here, and it's time for Coffee in a Car Ride. I'm in my ride, I got my Java in hand, and I'm ready to cruise. So pour yourself a cup, jump in the passenger seat, and come for a ride. It's Coffee in a Car Ride. Hi! What's up? What's up? What's up? This is uh, Luke Ford, and welcome back to another episode of Coffee in a Car Ride. It's my podcast, where I drive around with a cup of coffee, rant about, you know, shit that pisses me off, current events and all that. And uh, now as many of you who do listen to this podcast already know that this is a show about, you know, current political issues that are, you know, affecting us today. It's also about the humorous aspects of that. It is also about spreading the message that the only way things will change is if we act in some way for the greater good. And in that aspect, I also want to make it clear that this show needs to stop being so reactionary. I, as the host, need to make sure that the topics being discussed, ranted on, are new, kind of interesting and such. And that is why I want to ask those who are listening to me to send me a, um, a voice message with some suggestions for what they want to hear discussed. The link to do that is in the episode notes. That said, on this episode, we are going to continue with the topic of immigration, the topic of the last pop episode, a topic that is strangely dividing for a nation of immigrants. However, this time around, I was going to put a tad twist on this, and instead of talking about those who are coming into the country, thought we would discuss those who are trying to leave it. Yes, that's right. Just like it is crazy mixed up that sperm whales in, in the Caribbean have a different accent than other whales in the ocean. You know, see, I and I have business for take out. We are going to be discussing emigration. Not immigration, emigration. That is, by the way, a real term. And it means the relocation or process of people leaving one country to reside in another. I knew I should have made a left turn at Albuquerque. While this may not seem like something that is really discussed about outside of conservatives telling progressives that if they don't like America, then to leave, it is, it is a reality that exists. And some could argue that it has also grown as our nation has become more divided and as the world's become, you know, more, let's just say, on fire, a shit, a shit storm, a dumpster fire. And joining me today to discuss this decoupling of our nation is my very good friend, my old friend. So I've known for like 20 years, my bestie here, Elena. Now, Elena is someone who has lived abroad before in Spain and is preparing to very soon leave the U.S. once again to live in Europe once more. She's an amazing woman with a very unique perspective, someone I'm grateful to call a friend, but Rather than explain any further, uh, let's just jump right into this. So without further ado, please enjoy. What's up, what's up, what's up? This is Lou Fortier back with another episode of Coffee and a Car Ride. You know, it's basically my podcast where I drive around with a cup of coffee and, you know, kind of, you know, rants about shit that kind of, you know, pisses me off, like current events and all of that. And on this episode, I'm joined uh, by my friend, um, Elena, and, you know, we're going to talk about an actually a fairly interesting topic that I think is, you know, very rarely discussed. But before we do that, I want to give Elena a chance to kind of officially introduce yourself. 
kind of tell, give her a chance to tell, tell you about her. So, I mean, to let, give herself a chance to tell, yeah, introduce yourself. So, Elena, without further ado, tell us about who you are. Thanks, Lou. Um, yeah, I'm Elena. Um, I'm an American who I lived in Spain for a year. I have family who is from Canada and family who's from the Philippines and other family who are Americans that have lived in Norway and Germany and other places. And I'm just, um, I consider myself pretty international. I, I have always liked people from different backgrounds and I'm very exploratory and I'm very open and free. I have the travel bug for sure, but also my belief in human beings is based on thinking of everyone as a citizen of the world. So that's pretty much where I come from. I see. Okay. Okay. I like that. Okay. I like that. Thank you. Um, now of course, as, um, you know, as me and you have previously discussed and as, you know, before going into this and as we are about to right now, the topic that we have kind of decided to discuss is more or less kind of been the idea of, in this case, for our country, Americans, Americans who want to leave or uh, emigrate, excuse me to say, from the U.S., for a variety of different reasons, many of which is political and all that. And I know that... Get out of Dodge, yep. Yes, <laughs> and I know that it, this has been a topic that in many instances has... I guess at times has been close to my heart, but I know it's also been close to yours. Um, yep. Yep. I'm not going to speak right. entirely for you, but I know it's history as well as, I think, um, your political beliefs and all that. I know that has been an option, something that you have not only dreamt about doing, but have also seriously considered due to the current state of our nation. So um, I guess I will ask you, first off, uh, like what has kind of always been that driving force, at least more recently, for why you are, you know, considering it and soon quite possibly doing it. So, Right. Well, I've always wanted to live in other parts of the world more just because of wanting to explore more but in the past you know especially the past six years but slowly seeing my idealism be eroded away um has been the march backwards in the united states of how it treats people of the things that i liked that america stood for that don't seem to be the case anymore um i think i I had just said backwards march, and really that's the thing that, that sticks with me is how this country is just going backwards in so many areas. And it makes America great again. Uh, I hesitate to wonder when we were great as a study of political science, primarily international politics. And I always thought it was the promise of America that was so great. And yeah. we're getting so far away from that. And great again means going back to the things the times that were bad for people of color for women for anyone that isn't a straight white male no offense Lou and uh, (laughs) some of you straight white males are okay with me but uh, yay 
<laughs> you pass. But um, yeah. I, I see all the, the dream and the purpose to me of what America was supposed to be disappearing. And it's ironic that the people that I hear claim to know so much about the Constitution and the Founding Fathers are people that didn't vote 10 years ago. Um, it's, it's not at all what I had hoped America was. I was always very proud of the United States. And when I lived in Spain for a year in college, I saw firsthand a country, Spain, that had been so many other types of political systems and uh, had only been recently a democracy for a few years when I lived there in uh, 1986. And these people, they had a a 97% voter turnout, which I've worked (laughs) in America um, for 20 plus years. And let me tell you, we were happy to get like 35% during presidential election, let alone the abysmal results we got when it wasn't a presidential. But um, yeah. And these people often had to walk a couple days to get to their polling locations. Walk. Wow. Yeah. Like, this was a whole different thing. This was a level of appreciation for being able to vote. And they really knew what tough times were. Yeah, maybe our forefathers did, did, even though many of them were very wealthy and had their own slaves. But truly, most Americans don't get what it was like. And I mean, you know, black people were worth three-fifths of a vote, which is yep. so horrible to realize that women didn't have any fifth of a vote <laughs> yep. long after that. So it was <laughs> quite awful. Um, so I, I was very changed from my year abroad and recall coming back here thinking, yes, I still appreciate what America is and can be, but it had better start living up to some of this promise. Um, You know, the American political stance has always been, we don't deal with dictatorships. That was always their official stance. Well, you don't have to dive too deep into politics to find out that guess what? We do deal with dictators and sometimes we set them up ourselves. Um, Otherwise we work with them as long as we get something we want. And uh, and then we just kind of publicly might say something like, yeah, dictatorships are bad, blah, blah, blah. But Francisco Franco, even though he was a dictator for about 40 years, you know, well, he did let us have those bases there. (laughs) And when I was there, I actually participated legally in some protests against that. Um, I was on national um, radio in in Spain. Um, I was interviewed as an American in the protest, um, <laughs> my fellow American students were baffled by me. My fellow, my uh, teachers in Spain kind of liked me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, it, was, it was a very confusing time for everybody. No one yeah. in the United States knew what was happening when I lived there because Americans didn't die in Spain when I lived there. So American news tends to focus only on where Americans are and no one else. Um, I, there was a lot of terrorism um, in Spain when I lived there. The uh, Basque region is ETA was the terrorist organization. 
Uh, I was quite active when I lived in Madrid, and I was witness to bombings and such. But luckily, my family didn't worry about me because they didn't hear about them here in the good old U.S. of A. (laughs) That was not news because an American was not in the store at the time when it happened. But um, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I come across as cynical, but I mean, this was what I studied in college, and I wanted to be Secretary of State. Um, these were all things I was very interested in, and I still am. But I just became more and more disillusioned about the United States. I still love and respect it, but things like, you know, the flag are symbols to me, they are not my life. Yeah. And yeah. I do not understand where. Um, like kneeling at a football game why we want to kill somebody whose literal right because of the United States is to allow them to do such a thing. Yep. Uh, you know, Colin Kaepernick, yep. I very much respect him and um, it's yep. too bad no one's smart enough to take him on as a player but the almighty dollar usually wins out in these fights. Um, but I give him absolute respect because he knew how Americans would react and he did it anyway. And he did yep. it to prove a point. And I think the point was quite well stated and borne out even further based on the shitty reaction of most people. You know, oh, you, you're not going to stand and, you know, put your hands on your heart and your in your eyes during our football game. Like, really? understand <laughs> <laughs> football game and not like the burial of a soldier like what is this um i I think people so missed the point of that and i was actually almost ready to to take a take a knee as they say myself in a couple situations and i just wasn't brave enough to do it and um but i thought about it a lot and what i am brave enough to do is to leave the country and so i've been you know I have family in other countries, and I research those countries. I've learned French in case I get to go to Canada. Uh, that's one of the ways to help uh, in getting there. Um, yep. Je parle français, and um, I could pass the test right now if I had to. Still not that easy to go to another country because you know who's not popular in other countries, Lou? Americans. Americans. Yep, yep, yep. It's true. Talk it's about, true. you know. Even Canadians won't take us. What what a country where we really think our shit does not smell. Oh at yeah, all. yeah, it's true. Not it's, even it's a so little teeny true. bit. Yeah, and and you know what smells bad? Americans. <laughs> Every yeah, other country. But there oh, were times God. in Spain where I had to pretend I was Canadian, and because I have Canadian <laughs> family, I'm able to do that a lot more convincingly. I just say things like, you know, um. How Canadians people are used to hearing the stereotype that Canadians say a after things. Yeah, but or a but a knowledgeable person of Canadian speak knows that yeah. the a is tacked on to the last word like another syllable. So really, you don't say like I'm going to Ottawa a. You go <laughs> I'm going to Ottawa. A. I'm going to Ottawa. Add that A, and it just runs yeah. right in there. And that's the Canadian yeah. way to say it. 
Um, uh, I know the areas of gee. Canadian places. I know to say things like process instead of process. You just get a, a few uh, little keywords in there, and you just act generally less on like as, American uh, things, like yeah. they're auditioning for something. It's slightly <laughs> less interested. It's not polite the way people think Canadians are. Canadians are just less on. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're actually more quiet, and they don't like how Americans seem like they're, you know, auditioning. But um, the, my father used to always call it uh, America light up in Canada. Yeah. And you just kind of, it's America, but a little less so. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And, yeah. Uh, so I was a very successful Canadian impersonator. <laughs> if that were a job, I would have that job. But uh, <laughs> <since> it's not. <laughs> it's just a candy little field. That's great. I'm sorry. That's great. You made you made me think. You, I just said to say you, you made me think of something, and I, I'm sure you, you you relate to it to a degree because you are a fan of animation. I mean, not maybe not yeah, a fan of American Dad, but there is this whole episode of American Dad of where, um, oh my God, Klaus and I've forgotten the uh, the alien's name. I apologize, I've forgotten the alien's name. Um, it's uh. <laughs> That's in the show. Seriously, he's like one of my and Roger, Klaus and Roger. They're traveling. They're traveling abroad, and they're in Europe. And Roger, because Klaus is a goldfish and in a bowl, and and uh, Roger literally takes out a sticker for the Canadian flag and puts it right on top, right on, right on front of Klaus's uh, fishbowl. And Klaus looks down and he goes, "Yeah, I understand. That makes sense." You know, and it's kind of like you know, like you know, you you you, you want to pass off as being Canadian as opposed to being American because you, you're you're better off when you're traveling abroad. So you just made me think about that whole thing about how you know this That's will funny. get me further than than uh, you know this will get me further than you know than being you know than, than being than being an American who's coming off like he's uh, like he's I really need auditioning. people to know American. How can I yeah. do that quickly? Um, yeah, exactly. I think yeah, I heard that on a. A, a joke on um, something to do with Beverly Hills 90210 or something because some of the actors in that <laughs> but um, you really just they, they joke at uh, Canadians and it wasn't a joke on the show but it was on a podcast I listened to that uh, Canadians are more likely to backpack with like Canadian patches and stuff on their, <laughs> their yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 and I'm thinking, it's not really Canadian pride. It's just, like, I'm clearly not American. Like, that's all they're trying to tell you. <laughs> like, like, no give American me a break, here. you know. Yeah, like, give me a break. Give me a break. I, 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 I understand my neighbor in the north is a little bit of a douche, but it's not the case here. It's it's okay, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just, you know, I, I get it. And yeah. normally yeah. I, would, I would be like, oh, I should be proud to be an American. But you know what? I'm not. Because why are we I, going back? Yeah. Why why is this happening to us? And God, why did we vote for Donald Trump? And and then why are we still okay with him? Like why isn't he in jail? In any uh, other yeah. country, he'd be in jail. Even Boris Johnson like got kicked out of his own government. Like yeah, the Queen even stayed alive a couple extra days to make sure she got to swear in Liz Trust. <laughs> 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 
the queen does not take on politics that way but i i think she was kind of like yeah boris was kind of a dick i think she just yeah, like yeah. really did to see him leave and yeah. knew it, that she officially has to accept his resignation first and god yeah. bless her she hung on for that she didn't care yep. if she saw megan again but she did make sure she got oh i know yeah it's true, yeah. It was like make sure it's like yeah, get, yeah, it, yeah. Now, now I can die. We're good. We're good here. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. Yep. So I've been yep. planning. <laughs> so yep. planning for the last couple of years to move to to Europe, um, not to avoid Republicans. I mean, that just sounds so dumb. Although nowadays Republicans are really fascist, so it's maybe not so dumb. Um, you know, if you know baby Hitler is growing up in your country, you know, yikes, get the hell out of there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, no, it's, it's come on. Don't know you're very... supposed to kill baby Hitler. That's the rule. But um... <laughs> <laughs> right? Isn't that the thing? If you know you can stop baby That's... Hitler. You're supposed to do it. <laughs> it's true. Yes, yes. You have to do it. You have to. But um, you know, oh. it's not... I'm looking at the UK as one of the countries to go to, and it's not like you know. They don't have imperialism in the past, and they don't have their own issues with races and stuff. But I have been going to England since I was 10 years old. And, yeah, you know, I'm in London, and I see people of all types and colors and sexual gender identification and everything. I'm not going to say there's no problems, but I don't see the ridiculousness I see here. That has only gotten worse with a child. I just don't get it. And, yeah. You know, if I weren't, you know, a completely dry husk who couldn't have children anymore, I'd be, you know, personally devastated by the overturn of Roe versus Wade. But I'm devastated for the other people in this country that are having their rules and their, you know, freedom over their own bodies just being taken away from them and watching everything again go backwards i mean madman's yeah. looking pretty modern now compared to the u.s today it's really wait what was that again wait wait, wait what was that the tv show madman is looking like modern oh yeah I, it's true then the night the, the 1950s and all that is is like somehow like wow like yeah ooh, you know it's, yeah yeah like oh my god oh wow wait, wait women there were secretaries wait wait yeah. there were secretaries there were secretaries okay you know wow, that is wait. something that doesn't exist now and that was actually a beneficial thing i used to be a secretary <laughs> yeah that's what i mean it's like, that's what i mean it's like you look at it and it's all of a sudden it's like it's like it's like oh wait is this an alternative reality like where where are we you know kind of like there they were secretary how you know it's got you know it's yeah it's, everyone is at their that, own freaky secretary which is kind of a shitty way of going about things yeah <laughs> The I, only I reason that it works now is because since I already was a secretary, I know how to be my own secretary. <laughs> <laughs> so I well, like about the only one prepared for this. <laughs> oh, shit. Thank <laughs> you.
want to say this, I, I do think, um, you know, because obviously, you know, anyone who's really kind of like looked at, you know, America and it's kind of like its history and all that, we all know that, you know, first off, let me just be very clear here. Um, I'm not saying during the colonial period, I'm not saying that, you know, that, uh, you know, that wanting independence was bad, but I think what a lot of people first off seem to forget is, is that, you know, that not saying that taxes that the, that the British put on the colonies was good, but I think when you look at it, there was also a logical reason. And that was because the French Indian war and all that had been going on for a long, for a long time and the UK it kind of like, burnt out their coffers paying to protect the 13 colonies and paying to protect their interests and paying to protect the colonists. And, and it was kind of like, to a degree, there was this aspect um, that it was kind of like the colonists who had been allowed to almost like, they were almost in a sense like their own separate country to a degree within the, within the British empire, you know, that they had to pay their way somewhat. And, uh, yeah, you know, I so, you know, the- yeah bureaucracy done for them yeah yeah they it, and it was kind of like this whole thing it was kind of like they basically overall you know could make almost whatever laws they wanted in their own colonies it wasn't something that they really had to go past by the parliament to do and all that and it was kind of the idea and i think that makes sense to a degree you know uh in terms of paying the taxes was because you know we British colony spent all this money. We've given you all this, all this freedom to do whatever you want, and we need something back in order to keep, in order to maintain, you know, in order to maintain the empire, um, you know. And the only reason why I say that is because I think I'm not saying that we. I think the biggest problem that I'm finding is is that with this whole idea, which I think bothers me most, is this whole idea of like you said, terms like taking a knee and all that. This whole idea of patriotism is get is that gets blown out into this kind of um like hero worship like the like the founding fathers were by no means in any way, you know, wrong, everything that was there, you know, the Second Amendment, all this and all that is hundred percent right. It's all there. You know, you you know, the constitution guarantees, you know, all this stuff that I have hundred percent that is within my right to do no matter what, you know, no matter how much the times change and all that. And I think, you know, and kind of like the Constitution it seems like to me is also which is scary now being used as an excuse for, you know, basically radicalism, you know, basically kind of saying, well, you know, the constitution, you know, oh, we need another revolution, you know, look at what the founding fathers did, you know, kind of idea, kind of and using it as change on it. It has to be exactly yeah. how it was then. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It has to be. Yep. Exactly. And all of them were Christians. So it must be Christianity at all times. Jesus came here. It's not based here. It's, yep. you know, very specific Christianity that has yeah, to be. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Exactly. It's, it's like, it's like Jesus came here with a belt avoid... buckle hat. With a belt buckle hat. Jesus was here with a belt buckle hat. Right. And he People didn't turn water into wine. He turned into tea. <laughs> And, but, you, you know, know but, much, the founding fathers were interesting and, in many cases, incredible men, of course, all of them. Yes. But, um, you know, they were mostly rich as well and had different yes. lives most of the people here. You know, they still weren't representative of us. It's like, you know, no. rich-ass Trump talking to his base of not shockingly non-educated white men who <laughs> – 
Yeah, it's true. Know, he's like one of us, and, you know, Trump wouldn't want to shake your hands, people. He's afraid of you. You're like the the people he likes the least. It's true. He likes about draining... adoration, yeah. but, man, he would not want you on his Mar-a-Lago. It's true. Oh, they, are you kidding me? That they, they, they talked about, I mean, they talk about, like, that he had draining the swamp, and it was like, but when Trump came, he didn't drain He didn't drain the swamp. He made a swampier. Yeah, 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 and you know, but it was like you know, but I think you know, it's it's kind of um, I think you know the other kind of scary kind of you know aspect of um, uh, you know, of this whole kind of like um, I'm sorry, this whole this whole kind of thing as well is, you know, when you look also at like our history of like voting at first, it was when we became a democracy. At first, it was only Rich white men with who owned land, who had property and had wealth, were able to vote. And then it became white guys in general. And you know, and and you know, and then you know, you kind of slowly began to move along. At one point, you had you know, excuse me, you had you know, uh, freed slaves who were able to vote, and then you had Jim Crow kind of slip in there, and then next thing you know, those were taken away. But I think the the sad thing is that when you look at that history, I'm, what I see now is that most people, and I'm not saying that I understand politics bore and all that, but most people, it's, it's just kind of like they don't pay attention. And I think what's most annoying is that they don't pay attention until it's too fucking late. It's a lot of work, you know. Oh, I don't want to read yeah. history and I- yeah, that yeah, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to understand that. But it's like, but it's like you you look and it's kind of like the you know like for instance the Roe versus Wade deal. The, the real the reality was I didn't even fully completely and totally understand it. So I did the research was is that for fifty years the conservatives have been chipping away at this goddamn fucking issue. Yeah. You know, and and they chipped away. I mean, they did things like you know they did things like they introduced bills where. You know where they would literally try to bring in, you know, try to do a sonogram of a uh, of an unborn fetus to have it testify to the, you know, to the, you know, to you know, to the, you know, to legislation and like, a, you know, and you know, it would fail miserably because the fetus would decide to t- t- turn over and so they wouldn't be able to see anything, you know, and it would be like, you know, and it would be things like they would, you know, the trigger laws that they would put in that, you know, that that up until more recently, we're never actually going to go through, but they were just sitting on the books waiting. So then that way, the moment right. that it happened, it could be done. And you see I all these things it. and yeah. And, and you see all these things and you, and you do have people who are involved kind of like in this, you know, kind of the struggle of kind of like keeping, you know, the right to choose, you know, alive in that sense it sounds like a weird you know kind of phrase but whatever but you have the, you know for available for people to be able to do and 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 it's like and instead you know they don't pay attention to that whole deal and people are warning us until it's been taken away and then people protest ironically if the conservatives who are so against the right to choose would at least be bigger on education about sex then we'd be getting somewhere but because yeah. they're so stringent on that it makes the right to choose so much more important because they don't allow us to 
confront this ignorance in advance where it could be more helpful to everybody. I don't think anybody wants more abortions. I think people would like to prevent being unnecessarily pregnant in a lot of ways. And the yeah. conservatives are preventing each and every one of them, except apparently they're rewarding apparently Republicans who have more children now. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. That, yeah, I mean, that yeah. little trend is adorable. Let's, you know, let's keep that up. Oh, that's, like we're that, that's the, they're Republican. That's, oh my God. <laughs> That's like the sweetest. That's like the sweetest thing ever. It's like, oh, look at them. We're fascists in training. Hooray! Aw, yeah. nice family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but you know, but but like, but I think like also, I feel like in maybe I'm wrong about this, and I, you know, and I this is I understand, but also I think one of the more kind of like scary, you know, things is is that I don't necessarily think that people fully also understand that by the overturning of Roe, it ha- it has the potential to undo a lot more things than just abortion. And so yeah, well, that's a law for some. Yeah. The federal versus the state stuff. I mean, we are still living in, in Civil War era issues here because yeah. – Everything's on a thread, a thread, a thread and when the federal government can just say, oh, well, you know, we're going to leave this to the state. Well, the states have been waiting for that, especially in the South. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's we're the again? Yep. Oh, well, yep. we have 5,000 ancient laws on the books that now give us the right to, you know, make women literally stand in the kitchen barefoot and pregnant now. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. And we can and we can do this. And you know, and and only after her, only and only after her, she's been spanked five times on each butt cheek, can she thereby the, the proceed to to you know to stir the stew. You know, it's kind of like what the fuck is going on here? But it's like you it's have those so weird ass rules. Yeah. Yeah. Those find out books that are supposed to be a joke article are now like not a joke article anymore. They're just an actual article. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Part of Alabama, you know, you will go to jail for doing that. What? <laughs> yeah, yep. It's yeah. It, it, I mean, but it, but I mean, it's like I mean, but it's like the idea of like you know condoms. You know, like you could lose the, the we could and and um, Clarence Thomas, you know, wrote you know wrote a um, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, I can't remember what it what what it's called exactly that he wrote. But after the decision, wrote persuading. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He basically wrote saying that he that that he believed that like um, the issue of contraceptive, the issue of gay marriage, the issue of uh, almost every other almost every other ask, every other basic basic right that has been decided by, if I'm correct, the Fourteenth Amendment, if I'm correct, which is what it was really deemed upon, which was kind of like the idea of privacy and. You know the fact that the government couldn't butt in on on people's personal lives, which is you know why you know like the idea of contraceptives. It was the idea that you know you know that the government didn't have the right to step you know to be in the bedroom of a married couple. But um, they can you know, and and like tell people they must delete the flag and shit. It's funny how yeah sometimes, yeah exactly yeah sometimes yeah. those laws get they, changed around a little bit to where well the federal government's allowed to make everybody be a very specific kind of Christian, but. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. Can't interrupt. Yep. So. <laughs> uh, otherwise, yeah. Otherwise, yeah. But, but I mean, it's kind of like that whole idea of like, but I, you know, but it's like most people don't seem to get the fact that that okay, sure we've lost this, and maybe some states like New York or you know some states will have 
you know, abortion availability, but at the same time, it's kind of like this is that that turning over has opened up a whole new thing of where you know, but you know, where before you know it, you know, you, you have to buy a you know, not to say this is really gonna happen, but you got to buy a condom in the back in a back alley because you may not be able to get one anywhere else. Yeah, you know, you know, kind of idea, you know, kind of reproductive freedom is just getting so bad. Yeah. Yeah. You know, where it's kind of this idea of like, you know, like, you know, you know, and it's again, you know, and it's not going to be blamed on, you know, not, but the men aren't going to be given response. You are going to be saying, Hey, you know, you guys play a part. It's going to be like, all the women, the women are just, you know, they can't, they're, they're, they're hysterical. They can't control themselves. We must stop this. You know, and it's kind of, you know, it's, you know, it's not going to, you know, it's, it's going to turn, you know, way out of whack, you know, very quickly. And, you know, um, you know, I, I, you know, I think that's, I, I guess the, the point is, is that from what I've seen and I mean, I've traveled around some, you know, I have been to the UK short, short amount of time, but I loved it. Great. So the fact yeah. that London closed down way too early, God damn it. Um, you know, uh, it does but, early. I'll give you that, man. <laughs> yeah, it, I'm dead up. Like it's like I mean, I, I like I remember going to a play, and then I just remember I'm coming out and I just see like this wave, this sea of people just running to the subway because they know that they have to catch that last train before it shuts down and they're stuck. Dude, I've been in the suburb, and, like, everything closes at, like, 5 or 5.30, and you're like, holy crap. (laughs) Oh, that's terrible. But I still, okay, yeah. I'm still taking it. Yeah. I would still, I mean, I would still, I would still, you know, like, prefer and all that, you know. Um, But, I mean, I'm just, you know, I'm just saying, it just seems to me, like, we're doing, especially now, I mean, and, I could be wrong, but I think that to a degree there's been some disservice with how we've kind of like handled politics and how we've kind of like, you know, taught our citizens about it because it seems more like for many people, like it's just kind of like, it's like, eh, you know, eh. And it's like, but if you're not involved, then you're not getting anywhere. I mean, I mean, you have, I mean, yeah. So you really have to know what you're thinking about and what decisions you're making. It's a responsibility more than it was before, primarily because now, like, people who never voted themselves are, like, trying to get office of any kind purely to get into the structure and not because they care. All these people on school boards, do not fool yourself. Um, Oh, no, oh, no, no. But this is a scary thing. No, I mean, but this is, like, the scary thing is, is, is that Again, this is kind of like um, how can I put this? The um, I think Bill. I'm not saying I'm a Bill Maher fan. I mean, Bill Maher is funny in many ways. I agree with him completely. But I will say this, and this is kind of a concerning thing. It is true. The the you know the conservatives, the Republicans, they are like a prison gang, and they stick together. And you know they're doing. They are, and I hate to say it, but they're doing something because when the the walking piece of melanoma that is uh, Steve Bannon 
you know, got on his podcast and started kind of saying, hey, look, we have to take back this country, and that means we have to go to the local levels. That means we have to take back school boards. That means, that means we have to go and we have to, you know, get on city council positions. It's not just the big stuff. We have to get on all the small stuff. We have to work yep. our way back up. When that walking piece of skin cancer and that walking scab basically, you know, said that, you know, it, it, it's the truth. By doing all that, you you thereby take back, and it's sad that it's kind of like a lot of, like, it seems to me a lot more the liberal, the undecided, have chosen not to do so. Or even if we do, it's not, it's just not for the same reasons. You know, yeah. these guys yeah. literally already know it's a means to an end. They don't care what it's primarily there for, and yeah. they're just looking at it. I mean, my my little bedroom town here has become like one of the hot spots, especially for school district issues that are nationwide. It's embarrassing. Wow. Some of these wow. really bad yeah. school board meetings, things that have gone on nationwide coverage. And wow. example of a, you know, very purple state right now. And yeah. um, we've been decisive in the last few elections and, only getting more so, but I mean, my own town is like this, and it's not a big town, you know that, Lou. And, I'm um, aware. Yes. And it's it's so it, it, crazy on yeah. the line. Thinking, wow, from the outside growing up around here, you wouldn't think it. And yeah. oh my God, it's a hotbed. It, no, it's and it's I, true. I, you it, know, I don't yeah. have a good political fight. I I've been doing it for decades. I've always been involved, which is why I so resent people that like had nothing to do with voting and then all of a sudden are acting like they own everything. But um, <laughs> it's true. are educated. It's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I have a couple of college degrees. Like I'm supposed to apologize for that. Like I did something. First of all, I didn't borrow any money. So I don't want anyone yelling at me that I got anything for free. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I paid for school and I got some scholarships because, hey, I'm smart and I worked my ass off. But um, yep, exactly this whole business about like, you know, oh, the elite educated. Education in the United States is there for everybody, and pretty much anybody has a chance to get at least a good amount of education as part of their God-given right, so to speak. And yet they willfully throw it away and say they don't want it, that it's horrible, you know, that people shouldn't have it. And I'm thinking, you know, what's your think tank when your think tank refuses to learn how to think? I, I, I don't want anything to do with that, that yeah. group of people that eschew any kind of thinking. <laughs> oh, sorry, that's yeah. not for us. What? Yeah. <laughs> no, <we're laughs> My bad. <laughs> and then, you know, you can, pointing out an unusual on the spectrum, Elon Musk is an example of someone who didn't have to go to school or whatever and does well. Or, you know, a Steve Jobs or whatever, who was obviously an intelligent man who dropped out because he was yeah. already doing well. Like, yeah, yeah, I would have dropped out, too, if I was already doing well. But that's not you assholes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That you're comparing it's, yourself to the rare, super intelligent person who obviously has, you know, far more skills and abilities than the average person. You can't go by that as, oh, well, that's the case. It's like when people say, well, I know people who, you know, met in eighth grade and got married, and their marriages are great. Okay. Um, person who's sure. probably talking about themselves. 
But um, <laughs> it doesn't mean that most marriages haven't worked in America. And, you know, yeah. the other ones always say they're working. Like, <laughs> it's bad for most people. It's true. And it's try true. to give, you know, the one example you can think of that fits something. <laughs> oh, well, you know, our forefathers didn't have this kind of education. Yeah, because it was unusual for people coming to the United States to go to college when, in the 1700s. But that doesn't mean that they didn't send their kids to college. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's true. And they I mean, it's true. studied and they learned things. And, you know, yep. yeah, it's just as good to, to learn on the job or whatever, but not everybody gets that chance either. What is wrong with learning things in advance and trying to know more? I just it's, yeah, I, reading, I really reading, reading. Anger again. <laughs> I, I I love the book. I love the whole like you know like the whole like book ban thing. Where it's it's like you know it's, it, you know it's, it's like oh you uh, know like we are, yeah 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 I love I love it. it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's, like yeah. these people read anything. Come on. It's we, true. We no, know no, that your group doesn't yeah. like to read. Why on earth are you yeah. like against books for other people? We know you're not going <laughs> to. <laughs> you, know, you know what's the best? The best thing is the best thing is, is that for the longest time, this is what I love. And this is how you know this is all put aside and I know it's all bullshit. For the longest time, schools would have their book reading list. And what it would be, as it always did, and it did it with me too, was that if it is that if a parent didn't like what a, what book they had to offer, let's say they had they were going to have me as a kid read The Giver, and something about The Giver was you know was in some way in my parents you know perspective is somehow a dangerous thing for me to learn, you know uh, you know you know for me to know have the idea that you know that with you know that. You know that having his, you know what I'm saying. You know that you know that without history, you know, you know that yeah. whole deal. You know, kind of like you know, yeah. That was, that was that was the basic idea of the of the giver was that yeah, one person who knew the history, who understood it all, and everyone else had no idea what our previous you know societies were like and what their histories were, and you just had this one giver who had the idea and understood it. You know, that was the whole you know. But the whole point is is that you know is you know is that. There was always an alternative book. Always, there are always other things that they would offer that they would say, "Hey, look, if you don't want your kid reading this, we'll read this instead." You know, and there was always, and they always, and they always offered that, and no parents ever, ever really took an interest in that. If you were a parent and took an interest in that, then that meant that you were that pain in the ass. PTA going parent who was like the asshole who had to like sell the most brownies or blondies at the bake sale. And if you didn't, you were going to lose your shit because somebody else had better chocolate chip cookies than you. And that's yeah. what it was. Like you had no life. And then, and then came the whole idea and the fear of, you know, critical race theory. Oh no. You know, and, and I'm, oh, not, that and has, I'm not, that cracked yeah, but that's, that's, that's yeah. I don't want to yeah, that, that's what I mean, like, children feel yeah. guilty about slavery. Uh, so yeah. we don't want them to know that slavery was a bad thing. Yeah, I was yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. to it as a kid, and not because, you know, someone was trying to scare me about slavery. I felt I felt a collective bad. guilt that I think yeah. I'm, I'm supposed to feel. Yeah. That was a that, bad that, thing that we, <laughs> that we did. As a, 
Yeah, no, but yeah, I mean, it was it was like a bad thing that we did. But I just, I just love how it wasn't until that came along that all of a sudden parents were like, now we must go to school board meetings and demand that they take these books away. But it was like before that, you didn't do it because if you did, that meant you were the pain in the ass. Right, but you know they're picking one person to read the book and give them the divvy on it because of none of them want it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or they, or they, or, or they would just, or they would just grab like cliff notes and shit. Just be like, here you go, guys. You know, and then here's the bare minimum. You know, it's kind of like you know, like the bare minimum. Enjoy. You know, kind you know, of. Lou, I was just thinking in in uh, high school, I had to read a book. I believe it was Theodore Dreiser, but it was called Sister Carrie. I don't know if you ever had to read that. Um, I've heard I was, of it. Yes. I was in the advanced reading classes. It was about a prostitute in Chicago, and I'm just like laughing, like that was probably a really inappropriate book for us to have. To- <laughs> <laughs> it was I mean, very well written. Story, yeah, I mean, in all, it, in like, all honesty, I mean, and there weren't any gay I, people in it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I mean, seriously, I mean, I mean it's like I just, I mean, I love. I, I, and this is the best thing I this is like the best thing I can think of here, and I and I don't mean to compare it completely to this, and I'm not trying to say it is, but um, but do you remember, kind of like this satanic panic of like the, 80s and 90s. Well, when I was in college, is when the Satanic Verses came out by Sam and yeah. Rusty. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, um, I mean, but yeah, my school and stuff, and you know that was like a big deal. Yeah, no, well, I mean, was that the satanic panic was kind of like this whole period of time in in U.S. and Canada it was other places too, but as I, I mean, oh, that we might become worship worship. Yeah, yeah, there was there was this whole there was this whole thing that was going on where it was kind of like where there was this whole bullshit that had happened and and really it did destroy people's lives though, but it was like this whole thing that was going on where. Um, all these people were being accused of, like adults, all that were all being accused of, like in some way, as they called it, ritualistically abusing, you know, children. And it was like you would get all the same stories about how like kids were like put in cages and how they were. This sounds really bad, and excuse me, you know, but they had been sexually assaulted, and they had to watch, you know, animals were being, you know, murdered, and they watched other people get murdered and tortured, and this, that, and the other, and it was like this whole big thing, and it was like, you know, daycares were shut down, people's, you know, families were ripped apart because, you know, people were charged with all this, you know, shit and all that, and it was all bullshit, and I say that because that's what it feels like we've kind of come back around to some of the stuff. You have like the QAnon stuff where like there's a cabal of satanic, you know, like, you know, uh, you know, uh, world leaders like the Clintons and all that who are, you know, killing children and, you know, and doing right. this and doing that. And you whole, have like, you know, yeah, for some yeah. reason liberals, although they want to protect black people do want to be pedophiles. What? Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, they, like they want to, like they, they, they want, they want to free minorities or whatever, but, they, but they have to eat babies. But it's very, that's what they have to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, or you had, so you had the whole thing of like, you know, like the of like like the school, you know, like the schools where it's or like, Alex you know, Jones they're indoctrinating the whole... them. They're indoctrinating them. They're teaching right. our kids to be gay. You know, they're or, teaching like, our kids to be gay. Lou, or I Alex literally saying that you yeah. know, people weren't kids weren't murdered at these schools. Like, who the fuck yeah. would lie about that? What the hell are you talking about, you dumbass? 
I know. That's not, that, that, I mean, I know, and that that's a whole other show I wanted to say too. But but I, what I mean is that it, I you know, because I guess what I'm trying to say is that I've it's it's very interesting to look at it, and I and I don't know in terms of like some of like the polls and the studies I've seen, but like I was reading one today, that, you know, um, trying to get more of an overview in terms of this topic of where they were talking about how the majority of people that do have thought about kind of like emigrating, kind of like leaving, you know, are more liberal, you know, very liberal to liberal. And, and strangely enough, and just in general, the majority of conservatives weren't considering really leaving. And it was, it was kind of like only like in a very extreme instance of like, you know, communist China kind of coming and taking over that then they would all of a sudden consider like leaving. And it was, it was just, it's just, it, it was just, it's just very interesting kind of like seeing like this idea of like this moral panic kind of like taking over of like being afraid that like, uh, you know, that like their kids are being taught by your, by the teacher that to be gay you know, and kind of like, you know, and, and, you know, like, I, know, you know just, it, I had plenty of gay teachers and none of them were teaching us how to be gay. <laughs> that's something that I, I literally, I literally had somebody, I literally had somebody who one time, and this was, this was on Facebook or whatever, but, you know, but the whole point was I literally had somebody who literally and kind of like an argument was making was basically saying that teachers were teaching kids to be gay and that what they were doing was is that they were literally going and taking a child that was in question and sending them to the nurse or like the school psychiatrist who would thereby put them on puberty blockers. And I was like, but dude, you, you do, you do realize, you, you, you do realize that they have to see, they have to get a prescription. The school psychiatrist who probably isn't around every day, or, or psychologist, not psychiatrist, oh, God, psychologist, they, not around every day, and they can't write a prescription for the child. So there's no way that puberty blockers can be given. Yeah, that's such bullshit. I don't even... That, that's okay. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's, it's just kind of like, it's just, it's just like that. Those are the scary things that are kind of like going on that do, that do I make, you know, the idea of, of leaving... You know, a good you know a, a a good idea. I will I will ask one thing though, yeah. um, because I did I I did have this was a little while ago. I did have one person kind of say this to me. It was kind of it wasn't as much the idea of um of like of this case, but it was an argument where it was kind of like um. Yeah, you know, you know how a lot of conservatives are people who aren't who you know who you know conservatives will kind of say, oh well, you know, like if you don't like it, then then you know then then leave, go home, you know, leave the leave America. If you don't like America that much, then leave. Yeah, well, well, you know, you took a knee, leave. Yeah, yeah, look, you know, leave. And I remember, I think it was when it was a whole idea with, yeah, like when like Obama or whatever it was had been, you know, like been elected or whatever, I remember hearing somebody make some type of BS comment or something, you know, about how the country was, you know, oh my God, was going blacks or I don't know, some BS. And I remember kind of like, you know, making the comment, well, if you don't like it here, boss, I mean, you said it, you know, why don't you leave? And, and kind of like the response from that person was, well, no, because this is my country, so I have to stay here and fight for it. Yeah, fight curious. for it. Me, it's my country, and these people, I want to go anyway. Yeah, so of course ex- I exactly. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, <laughs> but but I mean, but I mean, my 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 question was my question was was that, and I've only asked because in my own thinking I've been curious about this. Do do you? I mean, um, do you think that in terms of like on the flip side of like more like liberal Democrats like me and you are? Do you think that that makes sense to a degree that that you know that would kind of be like, hey, look you know, things are getting bad, maybe our activism is more needed now than it was before, and that, and that maybe it's kind of like, hey, you know, see what we can do, or, or do you think that it's kind of, or do you think that it's kind of like, hey, it's a lost cause, it's better to cut, it's better to cut ties. And I don't like... think it's really either one of those things for me, Lou, it's because I've been fighting the good fight for decades, and I've yeah. known how I, I was a child. It's yeah. more like I did not realize the high percentage of people who are assholes and idiots here, quite frankly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To the extent I'm like, well, majority or close to majority will win in a lot of these cases. And there's a fucking lot of idiots. And I didn't used to think there were that many horrible people here. And now I think there are. Oh, yeah, I don't. I have to agree. Part of that. I don't think my number here is going to help at all. I yeah. think I I'm trying to get out while the getting's good. That may not. That may. Yeah. country, and there are a million other places I'd be a lot happier, and I could still advocate. I'll still be an American citizen because the United States still wants my money. Um, they yeah. make it very. Yeah. You don't give. You don't relinquish your citizenship without doing an awful lot of work and payment ahead of time. Yeah. And so no, I take it to yeah. be a member of another country and be in a, you know, be a citizen there, but I'd also still be a citizen here. Some people are like, oh, yeah. you can't have it both ways. I don't want it both ways. The United States makes it that way. But um, yeah. since I'd still be filing taxes and everything else. I still have to say, and I can still speak on behalf of the part of America that I think is good and yeah. still do work, but I can also yeah. be old building elsewhere where my liberalism will actually do something. That makes sense. That does make sense. Now, I mean, that makes sense. I mean, like I said, I, I'm not I, abandoned I, I, this country as far as I'm concerned. This country has abandoned me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, I, How I, they I agree. How people, yeah. I just am horrified by and when I see the writing on the walls where this place may become the next you know Nazi Germany or whatever I want no parts of that I, I agree and, no I mean I, I agree yeah, I studied history because I'm one of those stupid liberals and so I know where it's heading and yeah I'm not going to stay here I'll ask you for a favor in a sec but <laughs> <laughs> yes, but but uh, no, but I mean no, I I agree. I mean I you know it's, it, you know I I think um I think, you know it, it's um I don't think, uh, how I, I don't think I don't think we're I don't I don't think uh, how we're not completely there yet. I mean I think that there still is some time, and I think that I I'm not saying that. I'm not saying the possibility is high. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, but I think that if if more people, if there's a way to get more people aware of stuff, and and, and that's and that's where it's kind of like um, you bring up Alex Jones. I think, and I don't know if it can be done at this point, but I think this is kind of 
I'm, I'm going to be critical of the Democrats and progressives to a degree. This is where I, this is where I think yeah. that we have, to a degree, kind of failed. And that is, is that when you look and at... And I don't think it's the same way, because we're not, our goal isn't the same as them, the conservatives. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but 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 what I mean, but what I mean is, is that what I mean is that I mean our goal is different, obviously. But what I mean is that like when you look at when you look at conservatives, and I've said this for a while. One of the reasons why I had the podcast is so it's kind of like a way of putting having a message out there as well. Right. Um, no, I. You know, but uh, but when you look at like conservatives, and you look at what they've done. Um, there's a long history of you know kind of like the idea of the talk radio. And kind of like the idea of, of like built, putting together those platforms to push out that message. And, yeah. you know, and maybe to liberal, liberalism or kind of like liberals' own kind of um, fault or whatever, or however you want to call it, you know, maybe it doesn't work as well in terms of like the idea of like a rush limbo as compared to, you know, like let's say a late night talk show, like the, like the, like the daily show. But my point is, is that it, I don't think that Democrats, liberals, progressives, whatever have enough of kind of like that media platform kind of like presence to really kind of like continually push out a concise kind of like well held together somewhat narrative. Huh? It's not a consistent message and it's Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. It's not, it's not like this if we, I think if I don't want to say you want to be on the same level as conservatives, but it almost feels like if there was this consistency and there was you know well, the message there was a foundation really for a platform you know, then, you know, then I think you could do something. Lou, the message of hate is very simple and, and straightforward. Yeah. So it's easy to gather people around a few basic stupid things. That's and true. the liberal message is about freedom and of so many different things that it's not just one thing. So it, it by its very nature, is harder to That's, coalesce yeah. around a single idea. Yeah. Plus, That's, we're not I mean, as well- I, I, be ruthless and murderous in the way we do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. like it just—it's it, just never going to be the same fight. Yeah, yeah, no, we don't no, I mean, like to have yeah. a rally where we run people over with cars and are happy about it. Like, yeah. we're never going to feel good about that. No, no, we won't. No, we won't. No, it's true. It, so it's very can, true. How can you have a fair fight that way? It just doesn't—it doesn't work. I, I mean, just thought. I, I, yeah. I just. I, I literally thought there were less hateful people in this country than non-hateful people, and I was wrong apparently. And that's the part that's just overwhelming. No, no, no. That's what I mean. That's that's the that's the thing that's that's so problematic is, and and I think the thing that's very problematic too was how could I, what would I how can I put this to make it not sound I guess as naive or whatever you want to call it or as stereotypical or kind of as narrow minded I should say not naive narrow minded I, I, I apparently uh, I am whatever but um the point is is, is that the point is is that is, is that I find is that especially with like the far right is is that it's kind of branched out to so many I guess like different kind of like demographics that, you know, that it, how can I put this? it's not that you don't expect it, but it's kind of like, it's 
a lot more places than you would think. And yeah, it's kind of like the yeah. it's kind of like the far right movement. The far right movement has so many different ten, tentacles and so many different ideas of it. Not just being like you know racist and you know, but also like misogyny, you know, like anti-gay. That's like it shows up in all these different spots, and it all kind of in some way converges together. That is kind of like those who. You know the vegan, the vegan eating. You know, kind of like you know, uh, uh, you know, neighbor next door who grows his own food and all that. You know, is all about the idea of of lining up transsexuals and you know, in, in in front of a mass grave and shooting them in the head. You know, because you know for whatever reason. But he's a vegan who you know apparently likes to wear hemp made clothes. You know, it's kind of where yeah. the fuck did that come from? You know, it's kind of like you yeah, have like a person of color who's gay who's a Republican. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, you have like you have those kind of like things of where like the far right for a long time seemed to be stuck in like this one very kind of like very kind of like one narrow kind of like um, I don't want to say maybe stereotype, but I don't want to say it like that. But one very kind of like narrow pathway, <laughs> and then is and then isn't kind of like went out. I mean, literally, I mean, like you have people like. Andrew Yang, who by all rights, I'm not saying he's a, he's a far right, and he has a huge far right following. And like you know, I mean, like people are like, it's Andrew Yang, and it's like, you're yeah, far you never right. Know Why do you like? Yeah, someone more. Yeah, yeah, weird. and it's and it, it's very. But I mean, it's like it's, it's incredibly weird. But it's like, but the problem is, is that you know you have you know you have these you know you have these, and I think what's so that's what's so scary is, is that you know a lot of stuff that kind of bound kind of at least you know, like when you look at January 6th it was you know it was it was you know malicious it was you know uh you know skinhead you know like racist it was QAnon it was you know it was a whole swathe of things that just kind of like somehow like end up meshing together and it, you know and it was like yeah. it all worked but if you looked at it you know 20 years in 20 years for you know 20 years ago or something like that you wouldn't be having a proud boys with the leader who is, you know, Cuban or whatever, you wouldn't, the skinheads wouldn't allow no. him around. They would be like, they'd be like, get the fuck out, bro. Oh. <laughs> huh? Yeah, they, they'd be like, yo, they'd be like, get the fuck out, bro. Yeah, 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 it, it wouldn't let, it wouldn't work. You you wouldn't be able to have a proud, you wouldn't be able to have a proud boy, well, you know, set up like that, like that at all. It wouldn't work. Well, well, Lou, these are, you know, in theory extremists, but they're not the minority. And yeah, yeah. The fact that their own moderates are treated worse than the liberals yeah. by them. There's no America does America was built on moderates in both the Republican and Democratic parties, and now there's yeah. none. <laughs> no, there isn't. No, it's, um, yeah. I mean, there. If you're if you're a moderate, then you're deemed as being worthless. Right, and if you know, at least a moderate a, a moderate Democrat might. Like gets votes on the Demo- on the uh, Republican ticket. Yeah, days. yeah, that's I mean, like a moderate but, Democrat, but a Republican yeah, moderate yeah. is dead in the water. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. That that was that's the that's the other great argument I I was here is, is I don't mean I and I know I understand I know that not all I know that like you know Republicans in general not all of them are you know Trumpist or Manga or whatever I understand that there are many conservatives who don't like Trump whatever I get it understand that point but you know but the one thing that i will say is 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 that the gop itself 
I don't want to say completely, but in many ways is like the party of treason now because the sad fact is, is that it's kind of like anybody who went against Trump for any reason was immediately in some form or fashion removed. So it didn't really matter if they had Republican values in every other aspect and they saw what Trump did as being, as being you know, wrong. You know, they could be Liz completely and fully against game. Liz, 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 Liz Cheney is Republican royalty, and she's being I'm murdered. A, <laughs> I know that. I, I know. I know. That's what, that's what I'm saying. The fact that she came out looking like a fucking hero during the January 6th committee, Cheney. and it's kind of like her dad, her dad years ago helped set up you know, the Abu Ghraib president. Yeah, he was the one that was like, he was like pouring water on on brown people's faces with a rag. Good idea. Good idea. That's patriotism right there. The fact that that came up and now. Like her? Because really, guys, she's like, she's up your alley. I can't believe you guys hate her. What? It's true. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. It's it's like, it's like. And then I admire her at all. (laughs) I'm like, wow. It's it's true. It's like it's like it's like any other thing. I'd be like, wow. I'm like, no, no. And I'm like, and I'm like, uh, right on. I got you. You know, I got you, Liz. You, you, you're my girl right now. You're my girl. I got you. I know. I never and thought I like, would defend her, but I have. <laughs> yeah, me too. It's the truth. I'm I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm like, wow. She's really brave. I'm like, wow. She doesn't well, like James would... getting married, but she's really brave. Respect her more than I ever thought I would. Yeah. <laughs> the same thing with um what was the um uh, was it the Oh like that Romney um, the or... rat the the guy in Georgia who Trump uh I can't remember what he was. This was it the Secretary General of State second whatever it was. Oh, Trump called... or whatever. Yes. Yes, yes. He's another, he's another one of those dudes who's like Republican as they can be. But it was like yeah, he was like a like, hero like... because like Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like he was a hero because it was like it was like he wouldn't give in to Trump, you know. And Trump is sitting there, kind of like, I just need you to give me eleven thousand votes. He's like eleven thousand and some odd votes. Come on, that's all I need. And he's like, Nah, bro, I ain't giving it to you. Find them, okay. <laughs> yeah, here in the bag, waiting for you. Like Jesus. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's just it's 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 sad, you know. It's just like it's it's like wow. It's like this this is bad. Yeah, no, I need to fight my fight somewhere else while enjoying being alive. Uh, yeah, I, I can understand that. I can understand that. I get that. That makes sense. It's uh, you know, like I, people who like people from around the world. So. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I mean, no, man, that makes sense. I mean, that makes, that makes you know, that makes, that, it makes, I would you know, fight I mean, for I get country, it. And then this is no longer a country I respect, so no. That makes that makes sense too. I mean, no, I mean, I, I'm just saying. I mean, you know, I, I understand. I, I get it. You know, I, I completely, totally, you know, get that. I think it's. Oh, and I did I, not you know, find people in England who were happy about America. I'm tell you that. Wait, you, wait, you didn't? I found very few who thought America was okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know it. I know it. I know it. I know it. I knew that would. I knew that was going to be. I knew it. I knew it. Pretty embarrassing. For uh, everybody else knows what idiots we are. <laughs> oh, but that that's the that's like that's kind of like the sad thing is is that America is that America like does Americans don't have any idea as to how 
obnoxious or like snot nose or like selfish or whatever, whatever it is, you know, that we as a nation look to other countries. No, and even in World War One, we weren't there yet. We only yeah. started becoming in World War Two and after. But it didn't take us very long to get used to being, we're number one! We're number one! That's so not who I am. I hate that. <laughs> That's amazing. I quality of, we're, we're the World Series champions, even though no one else from any other country except a couple Canadians are playing baseball. Like, it's just... <laughs> It's, it's true. I mean, no, I mean, yeah, it's true. It's 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 weird as, as it makes no it makes no sense. Seriously, it does. Is I, I don't know. It's Amer- America has a very weird kind of yeah. It, it has a very weird kind Paul of um, a bunch of other things that are just yeah ugh. yeah. I know, I know. It, it's, it's, it's no longer I, my favorite country and. I, I'm grateful I was born here because it gave me some freedoms from the beginning that I got to have that people, some people in other countries didn't have. But now I'm going to take that education and bring it somewhere else. Yeah, yeah I agree. I no, I agree. I yeah, I think it's just, I just I think it's uh, if, if if things were different, you know, I think with me, I'd, I you know, I'd, I'd be much more in possibly anything of, you know, of kind of like looking at it. It's, I'm not in a situation, you know, at the time where I, I'm I also, can. I'm alone. I mean, I don't have family or anything. It's, no, it's, no, yeah, yeah. So. I mean, I mean, for everyone it's different, you know, and I, and I think, I think the good news, the good thing is, is that, you know, if you can't, if you can kind of like set up, you know, kind of have the ability to set your, you know, to kind of like set yourself up, you know, in another place where you can be happy, where you can still kind of, you know, yeah, I'm do things that matter. A lot to do this, but I, I just don't want to spend my life fighting with my fellow citizens about people's right to be who the fuck they are. Exactly. I, I, no, I, I agree. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. It is. It's like okay. it's it's absolutely and utterly ridiculous. It's like, yeah. Wow, I know. I know. Oh my god. So true. Well, but I appreciate you let me rant. I know that's I listen to your show all the time and I I know you uh, like to rant talk about what pisses you off and so do I. <laughs> <laughs> this was this was great. This was absolutely awesome. This was like this was so kick ass. We got to do this again. Oh, we're doing I it again. It Believe. Talk about, so. that, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. I told you. I said I look, here no, here's 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 the thing. It, it I I well I'll tell you. You can also if you want you, there's a link where you can leave a voice message, message as well. If you're ever pissed off and you want to do a rant, you can do that too. We can do I'll, – I'll send it to you. But that's – I mean, I've been pushing it out on Twitter and all that. But if you ever want to do that, you know, I'm I, you know, I'm trying to see, you know, other people want to. So if you ever have something that you have – you want to get off your chest, something that you kind of like want to say or whatever, I'll send you that link and you can always – you know, hit it up, and I'm happy to put it up on the up on the podcast as well. So it's like, if you got it, go ahead and do it. Fantastic, thank you, Lou. Appreciate it. I got you. Worry about it, Elena. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Uh, Good afternoon. Well, 
What's up? It's like lo mejor, mi tío. Trust me when I'm saying it's okay. Look at you funny for me saying that. Yeah, the best here, so you're awesome. Oh, my God. That's exactly what I called you in Spanish. I said, you're the best. I know. <laughs> As I said, Thank my me teeth, my uncle, because that's a, an affectionate. Oh, you are the best. You are. How, long, how many years have I known you? Uh, 20 something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's been a while. I know. I know. <laughs> 22. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and, we, and we've only now, and we've only now done this. This is awesome. This was this was so great. This was great. Very fun. Thank you, Lou. I really I know. No it. problem, my friend Elena. This was right, awesome. Well, you have a great night. And you too. And I just want to say, you know, before we go, thank you again. And as always, Lou Ford signing off. Say, put that in a cup of coffee and drink it. Peace. Also by, of course, coffee. So uh, thanks for listening and all that. You know, uh, like, subscribe, you know, comment, whatever. And also don't forget to uh, check out my blog, White Bicycle Review. It is whitebicyclereview.blogspot.com. Check that out, you know, to get more, to get some articles about politics and, uh, you know, other issue, other current issues and all that. You know, check it out. And thank you again. Until next time, move forward. Hey, and just a reminder before we go. Wait a minute. If you've liked this episode or others like it, then by all means, go and leave us a five-star rating. Write a review. Like, subscribe, share, follow. You know. Tell your friends. Excuse me. Let people know. Show your support. And now, of course, just want to let you know, if you have comments or other questions as well, if you want to, say, even record your own rant about something that you're aggravated about and and share it with us, you can do so by emailing it to us at carcoffee8 at gmail.com. Send that to us. We'll listen to it. We may put it on the show. And you can also now leave me a, um, a voice message. That The link for that will be in the episode notes. Leave that for me and uh, listen to it and put it on the show as well. And as always, just to remind you, Coffee in a Car Ride is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever else you get your podcasts. So come on, check it out. Show some support. Show some love. Until next time, Lou Ford. Peace. Episode.